0: Hey, that's pretty bad. <laughs> okay. 129 to 105. The Raptors lose to the Detroit Pistons, and I'm not I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It was bad. It was a horrible performance the Raptors. When you play team defense, there will be breakdowns of course. The Pistons were able to make the Raptors pay. For their breakdowns at an almost inconceivably high rate. And that just can it compounded what was happening with the Raptors defensively. They were forced to play guys who are negatives on that end, significant negatives. And the Pistons, they just pinged the ball around. The Raptors on the other end, you know, they ended up at 105 points, but most of this game was like a team that scores 85. The, the The offensive process was not good. The defensive process was borderline unwatchable. But before we get on to anything, I'm sure everybody who listens to this podcast is uh, well aware of Dwayne Casey's repeated shots towards the Raptors in... Uh, <laughs> in the media he's done it since he was let go after winning coach of the year from saying that Detroit is a winning franchise Toronto isn't just today he was making the case that he had to try and sell tickets (laughs) for the Raptors early on and that he didn't have to do that in Detroit which is hilarious but we're gonna cut straight to his uh his press conference so you can listen in on that we'll see what uh Dwayne has to say Wow. Very spirited press conference <laughs> from Coach Casey. But yes, you know, he, deservedly so, right? He's, the Raptors fired him after he won coach of the year. There are sour grapes. Of course, there would be. the ex- How long it's gone on it makes it funnier than it is, you know, a point of contention, I think. Like, it's just, it's something that people like me can reflect upon and go, hey, this is kind of funny. Because we're not connected to it at all, you just perceive it from the outside. And this guys, <laughs> they're not thinly veiled; they they aren't veiled at all. They're just shots. And so, yeah. Anyway, Dwayne, you do your damn thing. I I hope he's in the league coaching for a very long time. And the the Pistons are fun. They they athletic, big team. They were mocked in free agency for the way that they built their team. And sure, they're not having super great returns so far, but. They're seeing what they have. Jeremy Grant didn't play. Josh Jackson. Dolan Wright. None of those guys played in this game. For the Raptors, O.G. Ananobi, Pascal Siakam, Fred Van Vliet, Patrick McCaw, Malachi Flynn. Obviously, Nick Nurse and co. are still not coaching the team. It was Sergio Scariolo. So the Raptors very shorthanded. The Pistons shorthanded to a certain degree as well. But the Pistons, man, they brought it tonight. The ability to just stroke it from downtown. Wayne Ellington, 8 of 11. Um, Mikhailuk, 5 of 9. Dennis Smith Jr., 2 of 5, but had a triple-double. And Mason Pumley had a triple-double as well. Double, triple, doubles from the Pistons. Just something about return games. Well, it's not a return game, so we'll just table that. But And then Rodney Magruder had 20. Sabin Lee had 20. The Raptors were just decimated, man. And the team defense, it's its a problem with the guys who are playing tonight. And its I don't want to extrapolate this because this is not the Raptors. The Raptors are playing a team when they're so shorthanded that they don't even have their coaching staff, basically. Like Sergio Scariola was doing FIBA stuff with Team Spain. That's the only reason he was able to come back And coach was because he wasn't in contact. He wasn't with the core of the coaches or, you know, Nick Nurse and his core assistant coaches. So yeah, it's the Raptors. This is not who they are. Norman Powell was there. Kyle Lowry was there and Powell was awesome. Uh, If you want to know more about how he scores the ball, you can go to Raptors Republic or just type in on Google Norman Powell and the art of scoring. I have a piece that should tell you exactly what he's doing if you're so inclined. But he he was great tonight, offensively, defensively, a lot of man, a lot of mistakes from Norm defensively. And it's fine in this game, honestly, because the Raptors were never going to win. They're just they didn't have enough consistent performances that you can look at one guy and say, "Oh yeah, had he played better, they probably they tied this thing up and put a bow on it. That's not the case. Norm was a hero offensively. He did so much lifting of the heavy variety. And defensively, man, just a lot of head-scratching decisions. Uh, Terrence Davis also can be lumped in with that. When, my God, when the Pistons are in bonus, and there's a guy 48 feet from the hoop, Terrence Davis, who does not get a ton of on-ball steals, just tries to swipe away at him and send him sends him to the line. What are you doing, my guy? You cannot, you can't be serious. Nobody... That is such bad basketball. You just awarded them two points. And for what? Did you think you're just going to pick this guy straight up? That so rarely happens in the NBA, unless you're like TJ McConnell. You have to wait till their attention is diverted elsewhere, or they're using a live dribble. Like he was using a protect dribble, and Terrence Davis was like, all right, let me go grab this ball, foul them. Now, that's not the whole game, obviously. I'm just saying, poor decision-making defensively for the Raptors. And it wasn't as poor as the shooting percentage that the Detroit Pistons shot might indicate, but it wasn't good. The Pistons were exceptional at taking advantage of it, though. And the way they guarded Mason Plumlee as well, I thought was not very intelligent. He's a way more dangerous passer than he is a scorer. He got to 10 assists. That's not a coincidence. The Raptors were crowding him. He isn't Joel Embiid. You can't play him the same way. You cannot just blitz him and expect a bad pass. I'm not saying Joel Embiid has bad passes. I'm just saying you'd rather Joel pass than you would Joel take it into the post. Mason Plumlee is not providing the same level of potency or danger. And the Raptors overcommitted over and over again. And Plumlee just picked them apart. And credit to the Pistons, as I have been giving, but they passed around the Raptors. They had really, really intelligent interpretations of how they should be beating the Raptors' defense. And the Raptors' defense A lot of guys looked, you know how you aren't quick in water, you're floating, you're visible, we see you, but if you want to change directions, it's going to take you a while. If you're trying to close out to a spot in water, I don't know if there's any water polo fans here, but it's going to take you a minute if there were jump shooting type of thing. And by the way, does anybody else have a hoop at the pool when they're growing up? Wasn't that like the most fun thing ever? And then you play with your friends and you just do like, you can only dunk. So it just become like a wrestling match under the hoop. That was fun. Regardless, sidebar, of course. But yeah, Mikhailuk, Smith Jr., Plumley, Ellington, Magruder, Lee. They did a great job of attacking the Raptors and very high rate. They were efficient, man. They did their thing. And the Raptors, they just didn't have a counter. And the the bench in the first half basically just... <laughs> Oh, man, it was tough. And Chris Boucher didn't get minutes off the start because, well, he had a, sorry, I should say he had limited minutes off the start because they they didn't like the matchup. They thought that Stewart was a little bit too strong for him. I get it. Yuta, he had a chance to start. He didn't have a good game. And yeah, the, the ancillary or tertiary um, players, they were not good at all. They didn't provide any offensive punch. The Raptors defensive unit, obviously not stopping the, (laughs) they weren't stopping the Pistons from doing much at all. And it's just a screen or an elbow touch and the Pistons got downhill and they got to a place where they wanted to. And the Raptors were in scramble mode. And when you're scrambling and you just get beat at the, you know, straight line drive, you have to play catch up for so long. And man, the Pistons made them pay repeatedly. But truthfully, when you look at this game, nobody really deserves a lot of shine except for Powell. And Norm had a defense very keyed into him. He was still able to get to spots and score the ball and was the saving grace of the Raptors. If they were able to come back into this game, it would have only been because Powell was able to keep them afloat. Lowry did Lowry things as well. He made it to a respectable stat line. Baines, too. And then Chris Boucher and Matt Thomas kind of grinded away during the the garbage time. But basically, this game was a complete wash. I wouldn't... There's not much to glean in the way of schematics or (laughs) how the team is playing with this one. And I fear it might be similar against the Celtics tomorrow. It's just got to get to uh, the all-star break fully intact and then come back with a healthy team and then hope that things break the right way because games like tonight just put you in a very, very difficult spot and the Raptors, they couldn't wiggle out of it. But that's that's my take, basically. This this game is a wash. I wouldn't put too much into it. So the Reggie Evans Award, who could I possibly give it to, right? Who Who is the most Reggie Evans-esque? <laughs> my God, like of the starters... Of the starters, Norm had the most rebounds. Can you believe it? He had five. Lowry, Baines, Watanabe, they each had four. Terrence Davis had three. And that was the thing, too, is like the Raptors couldn't get a defensive rebound to save their life. Was getting, like, let me let me go look at the stats. Who, who was doing a lot of the rebounding? Yeah, so Mikhailuk had two. Plumlee had three. Smith Jr. had two. Volleyball taps, you know, extended rebounds that get past the free throw line. They they were able to collect some shots, and the Raptors they just not on the correct end of basically any action or luck tonight. But I'm going to give the Reggie Evans Award to Norman Powell because you know what? Damn it, I I just want to give it to him. When else is he going to have the opportunity to get the Reggie Evans Award? He he led the starters in rebounding. I don't expect this will happen again. I don't know if he's ever done that before. And I also, I don't have a stat guy at the ready to check that. So apologies. This isn't a big budget show. But hey, if enough of you people listen, maybe it can be. Okay, (laughs) forget my shameless plugging. Let's get into the top quick reaction comment because it's always good to hear what the fan base thinks. Top comment, Robin, quote, Detroit's backups, like most teams, are experienced NBA vets like Ellington, Plumlee, and Magruder, and higher ceiling young guys like Bay, Stewart, and Smith Jr. Our backups are undrafted, unproven system players who will be out of the league after we let them go, end quote. Yeesh, that is... (laughs) Oh, man. I think that's a negative reading. Like, that's a little bit of bad faith. Magruder, Smith Jr., guys like that, sure, they... They're playing on the the Pistons, and the Pistons won tonight. But they're ten and twenty five. It's not like they're hanging on this chiseled great playoff roster and stuff like that. And Wayne, Wayne Ellington has been a buyout guy for a couple of years in a row, and he he never found his way onto a team that went far in the playoffs. So that's in this game, definitely they they looked much better. And but I I would not use this game as an indictment of the Raptors back end and to pump up what Detroit is doing because Detroit is not a good team. A lot of these guys could be out of the league after Detroit as well. So I I think that's a little bit of bad faith. You'll see in a cup if you watch the Pistons, you'll see down the road that Rodney Magruder is not going to give you 20 points. Like, I don't know if you know this, but Rodney Magruder averages 2.4 points per game. He's not doing this very often. I, it's important that you know that Saban Lee six points per game, this, this is not particularly common. Wayne Ellington, 10 points per game. This is not common. I don't think this is an indictment of how the Raptors build versus the Pistons. I, I think that's very short-sighted. But, I mean, hey, everybody's entitled to their opinion. It's, uh, it's just, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I think that's the end of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I, yeah, that's basically it. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for tuning in. I've been Samson Folk whether you got into this in the morning or at night. Have a blessed day and goodbye.